1: Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems. Do I have some stories for this week? The New England Motor Press had their annual awards banquet, well, almost annual because we didn't have it last year because of COVID, and this year it was a little bit abbreviated. We'll get into that. Also, we had our, what we had always referred to as the ragtop ramble, where we uh, take a Crop of new convertibles and bring them from uh, Lars Anderson Auto Museum down in Brookline up to bunk Maine. Uh, well, there's hardly any convertibles these days, so we just do it in cool cars. So we call it the Ramble now. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about that coming up. Also, let you know who won the uh, awards for this year. So we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff going on. So um, you know, should be fun. Should be fun. And um, there was a time when, you know, every good driver got their car and they put a notebook and pencil in their car just in case they got in a car crash. And, you know, you would you would uh, be able to write down the other person's number and you'd be all nervous and, you know, bad things, you know. You know, even a fender bender gets people kind of cranked up. And then we would say, you know, it's a good idea. Keep keep a little kit in your car in case of emergency, some forms, uh a tape measure, maybe, so you can measure relevant distances if you have to. A disposable camera. Biff, yeah, remember disposable cameras?
2: I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a disposable yeah, I mean, camera. That was, was yeah. kind of... Yeah. Now you just have your phone and you take... Now you have your phone. You take a picture but of what happened. yeah.
1: yeah. But now... We're seeing a proliferation, if that's a big
2: fancy word that I don't know what means. I thought we agreed yeah. on we wouldn't be yeah. using big words, yeah. John.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nothing, under, nothing <laughs> over two <laughs> syllables. Not exactly yeah. right. <laughs> but, um, but now we're seeing dash cams. And, um, and with us on the phone is uh, Cesar Palacios from Garmin. And um, Garmin has quite a variety of dash cams. And I remember the first dash cams that came out. I don't remember who made them. But they were, they were pretty good size. But now, they get smaller and smaller and more compact and a little bit more stealthy. But, um, Caesar, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor radio program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Sure. So, it really does seem like um, dash cams have replaced cameras, notepads, paper, all the things that we used to keep in our cars in case something bad happened. Um, is that one of the reasons why people keep dash cams in their cars?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's and you're also getting that, like you were mentioning, just that peace of mind uh, when you're on the road, you know, and having to keep, you know, not not having to keep a note or, or a notebook of anything that's happening. If for some reason, anything if an incident happens to, you know, happens to take place, you can just have this, you know, discreet camera that it's basically recording everything that's happening on the road. There's any, you know now we're equipping them with incident detection so that if anything happens if it's a bump or any sort of movement in the car um it's saving that information uh for future use for customers
1: and uh you know that's that's really it and you have you have one the dash cam the mini one the thing's the thing is tiny and it's uh it doesn't have a display screen but it, it you can pretty much tuck it anywhere in the car right yeah, pretty much. It's, it's ultra compact, so it's
3: basically the size of a car's key fob. If you actually, if you, if you, you actually, you literally have to see these in, in person to to appreciate how how compact uh, we're striving to make these cameras for for customers. We we have the, the dashcam Mini Two, for example, and that's the one you're talking about. That doesn't have that uh, view screen, but it's so it's so small that it syncs with our, with, you know, with our com- uh, compatible smartphone, and you'll be able to get all the uh, information from the camera through the, your phone and, and our Garmin Drive app. But, yeah, that that is one of the main priorities that we, we focused on, uh, that the team focused on, is making sure these cameras are discreet and they're not just taking over <laughs> your windshield when yeah. you're actually using them.
1: Yeah, and and one of the things that I've seen, I've seen it in person, but I remarked about it when I first saw it was um, Uber and Lyft drivers have dash cams both facing forward but also they have them inside their car just in case there's some something that happens inside the car that they want to keep a record of, right?
3: Right. Uh, those We actually have uh, those with dual lens cameras as well. Um, the one we offer is the Garmin dash cam tandem and that is extremely helpful for them because you're you, not only are you getting that quality image uh, you know, to record uh, footage that's happening, but also internally, uh, especially as an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, you have that the capability of seeing what's happening inside the cabin as well. And uh, another uh, plus is that even if it's nighttime, it doesn't matter. The, the camera's equipped to be able to handle uh, night view as well. So you you'll definitely be able to capture anything that happens inside the cabin,
1: and um, you know it's it's maybe even sounds a little bit sneaky sometimes. And we're in the middle of what's referred to as the hundred deadliest days between Labor Day, uh, Memorial Day, and Labor Day, when car crashes go up and car crashes for teens go up. But the idea of putting a dash cam in a car and being a parent with a novice driver and be able to say. Hey, you know, let's, you know, you know, well, while you're still learning to drive even though you have your license, you're still learning. Everybody takes about 5 years to become a good driver. You know, being right. able to sit down, being able to sit down with your you know teen driver and say let's see what you did while you were in the car today and not inside the cabin of the car but let's see how you reacted to stop signs and you know maybe you stopped at the red light as the light turned green you saw the person jump through the red light at the other intersection maybe two or three people go through that red light and you know how did you react to it did you stop did you wait did you take that second or so before your light turned from red to green so it, it dash cams can be quite a good teaching tool for new drivers too right
3: Right, right. And it's funny you mention that because it's, I'm already thinking, you know, when, when my kids get older and just, just having that piece of mind of, of, saying, here, here's the dash cam, here's a camera. Uh, so here, here, here's where the advantage is coming from. With, with the new ones that we have, um, we have, uh, what we call the, the vault storage. Uh, so what that doing, what that basically does is it takes anything that's recorded and it's going to transfer it over to a garment vault storage that we, that we have available. Uh, so anything that, that's, that, that, that is, any incident that happens, it's going to automatically take that information, save it, and store it in the vault so I can easily take a look at that information without having to hunt down and wait for any, any sort of uh, camera, footage, camera footage to become available. It's going to be readily uh, stored in that vault uh, for later view as well.
1: Now, in the spirit of full disclosure, you folks sent me a dash cam, and I have it mounted in my car, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's um, it's it it is small, and I'm not sure I actually mounted it in the best place. I mounted it sort of behind the rearview mirror because I wanted it sort of out of the way, so I'm not looking at it. I actually wanted to not be distracted by it, and I had to mount it in such a way that it was beyond the little shaded part in the in the windshield. Um, but it it does a whole lot of things that I never expected. I've had dash cams in the past, but that I never expected. Like uh, you know, if I start to wander on the road and kind of cross over a line, or if I um, if I'm stopped and and everybody does this, you stop and you daydream for a second. The car in front of you pulls away, and the dash yeah. cam the dash cam beeps at you and tells you the traffic's moving ahead. Right.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like your little, your little eyewitness on the side, you know, your little companion. Uh, you do, you get the, uh, so with it, you're, you're getting, you know, you're getting the voice control. So you're obviously keeping your hands on the wheel. Um, you have that available. Uh, you have the driver alerts that you mentioned. So you have forward collision warnings. You have lane departure help, you know, basically just to encourage, uh, you know, a safer driving experience when you're out there. Um, and you do you do get those automatic beeps? So if for some reason you're at a light, and for some reason you're texting, it's going to tell you, it's going to give you a go alert, you know, yeah. when it senses that traffic is moving. So it's it's extremely helpful in that sense.
1: And and one of the one of the features, and and I haven't because my car the uh, all the accessory. Uh, ports shut off the the usb ports and i have a pretty basic car and the and the 12 volt power point shuts off uh but Mm -hmm. one of the features that it has that's that's kind of kind of neat is um if it's the cameras powered up all the time and you're connected to wi-fi um Mm -hmm. it all of a sudden becomes a security camera right yes absolutely so those were the uh
3: when we launched these new dash cams, that, that was the, you know, the Mini 2, the 47, the 67, and the 67W. Those were uh, three of our priorities. So we wanted the HD video, we wanted the high quality, but we also wanted the live view monitoring and the parking guard, which is what you're talking about. And then obviously the vault storage that we touched on, we touched on earlier. Uh, but with the live view monitoring, that's exactly what's happening. So after, obviously, after you download the the garmin drive app which is you know compatible uh to a compatible smartphone yep. you have access to that uh to the camera remotely uh so if you go away from your parked car and you you know you're in a restaurant that's nearby uh it's going to come in handy because you'll be able to see what's going on around your car and it gives you that 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 you know that security uh to to kind of have that third eye uh, make sure
1: yeah
3: it's okay uh even, you know, you'll get notifications as well uh, through the Garmin Drive app if, if, it, if, it, if the camera senses
1: anything at all that's happening around the area. So that's that, that's great. So so normally, you know, prior to this, if you wanted all these types of features, you would have to go out and buy a $110 Tesla Model S. Right. Um, yeah, um, which has, you know, which has many of these same features. You know, you go out of the lane, it, comes on. It has they have their camera system that kind of watches the car while it's there and all that sort of stuff. Um, but um, the the Garmin um, dash cams uh, run pretty inexpensively. Uh, the range goes from uh, under a hundred dollars to what two two fifty two sixty for like the ones you just mentioned. Yeah.
3: So with the new ones that we just launched, uh, we're ranging between one twenty nine ninety nine, which is our dash cam forty seven. And that gives you, you know, 1080p uh, high definition, and you get GPS as well. Um, and then, so right now we're ranging between 99 to 259.99. That's okay. the range. Obviously the 259.99 would be for the 67W, which is the one that gives you uh, a little bit more uh, field of view. You get about 180 degrees uh, when it comes to the lens capture. So you're actually catching cross traffic details as well yeah. uh, in those cameras. Uh, but yeah, that's normally the range in,
1: in yeah. overall. And the, and the dash cam, the dash cam mini, uh, what's that? That's a little bit less expensive, right? Yeah. The
3: mini goes for one
1: twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, it does. Okay. yeah. And, uh, one of the, you know, uh, you, you, you always get concerned, you know, about trying to wire something in, um, in my car, I have a small SUV. Um, I took the power cord. I kind of stuffed it up in the headliner, um, ran it across the top of the headliner. Um, Mm -hmm. pulled a piece of trim away a little bit, tucked it down the, uh, the, um, the, uh, between the weather strip and the, and the pillar, the, the pillar by the windshield, brought it down, kind of looped it around under the dash, across under the dash, and plugged it into, um, one of the 12 volt power ports. So, um, it probably took no more than a minute. To hook it up, and then to tuck the wires away probably took another fifteen minutes. And uh, where it's mounted behind the rearview mirror, I can't see it. And looking at the outside of the car, it's it's pretty it's pretty unobtrusive. Nobody nobody would really you know notice it one way or the other. So uh, you know, there's always a concern. Some states prohibit. Um, attaching things to windshields in certain areas that can block the driver's view, but this is, you know, this is this doesn't block the driver's view any more than a rearview mirror does.
3: Right, right. And uh, you know, when you talk to our team at Garmin, that that is their main priority. Uh, it's just having that discreet camera, and not so much as being discreet and being sneaky or anything like that. Just from the point of view, like you just mentioned, it's just, it, you know it's it's. The, the quality of the ride, not having right. to see an obstruction in the middle of the road, you know, cables running around your your shifter or, you know, especially if you're driving a manual car, you know, you have a cable running by and you're trying to shift gears, you know what I mean? So you, you're just making sure everything looks as clean as possible, uh, something basically that you don't even have to worry about. You can just, right. you know, if you want to talk to it, you can do it, but it's not so in your face that it's, it's blocking. Uh, view. I encourage people to just to, to see these because they're so small, people are not
1: going
3: to. You know, yeah, it, you have to kind of see it for yourself to, to, just to see how 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 they work.
1: Yeah, yeah and and it is the 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 uh, the quality of the video is is pretty amazing. And and like you said, you can talk to it. And I guess I forgot that, and I had somebody in the car, and I just kind of went, "Hey Garmin," and all of a sudden it answered. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah so which, which, sort, also, which which sort which uh, which sort of shocked yeah. me a little bit. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. well, that's, that's one of the things, too, is that, you know, being able to just talk to it and just, again, keeping those hands on the steering wheel. Right. Uh, you know, with with the go alerts, it's telling you, hey, you know, yeah. traffic's moving, go. Like, it's, it's keeping you uh, as much as it can. Uh, you know, it tries to keep you uh, as, as encouraging
1: safety yep. as much as possible. No, and and one of the things, that I, and I tend to be a little bit of a geek with some stuff, and, you know, sometimes I'll see know. an interesting car on the road, you know, near me or around me, and to be able to say, "Hey, Garmin, take a picture," and you know, all of a sudden that you know, fifty-five T Bird that just went by, I have a picture of it, um, and I don't have to try to, and I don't have to try to do the stupid thing which I've been known to do in the past is take out my phone and try to take a picture at the same time. Um, the, the camera does this for me, and like you said, it's a ten eighty p video, and it's uh, the camera. The camera quality is really good. Right, it's super sharp, and then
3: also, you know, sometimes if for some reason you're in and get caught up in an incident, you know, if you don't have a dash cam, if for some reason that's, you know, the other car just keeps going and you just sit in there trying to write down the license plate, yeah, in, yeah. any any situation possible, you can just save video, or it's, it's just gonna, you know, let the camera to save video, and if a sentence is an incident, it's already gonna be recording it, and it's, yeah. you know, you're already getting the really great quality that you'll be able to see all the details yeah. you need.
1: Are there some countries that require dash cams in in people's cars?
3: I'm um, not sure they require it, um, but there are some that have restrictions against it. Yeah. So definitely, you do have to kind of do your research and see yeah. which countries are the ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's that just, are it's not. just I on YouTube, I guess I see. It, it seems like uh, Russia and Japan. It seems like every car seems to have a dash cam.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a requirement, but for it, it's, it almost seems like it, right? Because you see yeah, things like yeah, Taiwan does, yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah, you see videos of people in Russia catching meteors, and you see, yeah. this, I believe it was Taiwan, where the, there was an airplane crash. It went right through a building, and you see that everybody has a, a dash cam for, for the most yeah. part.
1: Yeah, um, no, it's, yeah. Pretty, it's pretty amazing. And uh, Garmin's not, you know, Garmin, you know, I always knew Garmin with uh, GPS and uh, you guys, you guys are still strong in that business, right?
3: Right. Yeah, we we, we still have our Garmin Drive devices. We talk for obviously GPS. Yeah, uh, we're also moving in obviously into uh, overlanding devices, and we have you know uh, for ATV, UTV riders, we have Garmin Treads. So we're always trying to expand and see what else we can do with the with the technology.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen Garmin units in small airplanes. I guess I've seen them in boats. They're all over the place, right?
3: Yeah, boats as well. We have, obviously, in aviation, we just have the, the Garmin Autoland feature, which, you know, is, is huge for our aviation team where they're yep. basically able to land. And if for some reason, if anything happens, the pilot can just push button and the, the plane can land itself. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things happening. And from a marine standpoint, yeah. it's, it's strong as well. And we have outdoor fitness, you know, so it's, it's the, the the company keeps expanding.
1: Yeah. No, keeping GPS at the forefront. Yeah, pretty amazing. And if people want to find out more information, is it just Garmin.com? www.garmin.com, yes, sir. That is correct. Well, well, Cesar, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday and joining us on the Car Doctor program here in Massachusetts and letting us know a little bit more about dash cams and why people that maybe you know are worried about liability and other issues should consider getting one. You got it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks, Cesar, and have a great rest of the weekend. You too. You have a great one. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, that was uh, uh, that was uh, Cesar Palacios from Garmin uh, giving us a little bit of dash cam education. We need to take a break, pay some bills. Remember, this program is brought to you in part by AAA, and I have a good AAA story coming up maybe a little bit later as well. We'll be right back.
4: This Grill & Chill Tip is brought to you by New Hampshire Liquor & Wine Outlet. Be sure to stock your bar with all the necessary cocktail supplies like swizzle sticks, toothpicks, wine openers, shot glasses, bottle openers, and cocktail shakers.
5: Do you have a cocktail recipe that's the hit of every party? Ever wondered if you have what it takes to earn the title Mixology Master? New Hampshire Liquor and Wine Outlet is turning to you during their 10th annual Summer Fun Tour to find the most inventive drinks ever. Enter your recipe to win some amazing prizes, like a trip to Napa Valley or a weekend distillery experience in Louisville. Cocktails will be judged on appearance, creativity, and taste. Enter now through Labor Day. Learn more at nhsummerfun.com. We can't wait to see what you mix up. Please drink responsibly.
4: I'm Anne-Marie Casey, director of the North of Boston CVB. People say you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Truth is, you knew what you had, you just never thought you'd lose it. This last year has been devastating for our tourism industry. As the world begins to open up, it's time to show your support and love my local Massachusetts. Visit museums, catch a show, or spend a night at a beautiful Oceanside Resort. For more ideas, visit northofboston.org.
0: Sponsored by the North of Boston Convention and Visitors
4: Bureau and the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, AAA.com slash join.
3: A
1: Cardi Foods of Distinction aims to service chefs who want to serve perfection. They're your local family supplier of fine wines and foods with their divisions like Bacchus Wine Importing and, and Espresso Plus, as they aim to inspire those in the restaurant industry. They only choose the very best products and foods, so their service and products are those you can count on. Icardi Foods of Distinction are committed to providing customers with quick delivery and product reliability as they continue to service many of the fine restaurants,
5: caterers, specialty food stores, and supermarkets in New England. For more information on how you can become a partner or a vendor, go to acardifoods.com. Hi, Grampy. Hey, Junior. How's camp? Great. Counselor Sarah has a brand new Jeep Renegade Latitude 4x4, and she only pays $159 a month. Is that true?
2: It's true. At Kelly Jeep, with just $39.95 cash or trade down, plus the normally startup cost, lease a new Jeep Renegade Latitude 4x4 for only $159 a month during Make This the Summer event. Wow. When camp ends, will you pick me up in your Jeep Renegade, Grampy? Sure, Junior. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the. Okay.
1: and welcome back to the car doctor program on north shore 1049 my name is john paul the car doctor here to help you with your car problems on this saturday morning Hopefully you don't have any car problems, but if you do, give us a call at 800-370-1049, 370 1049 I want to thank Cesar Palacios from Garmin for uh, giving us a little bit of education about uh, Garmin dash cams and, uh, and I've owned a few. I remember when they first came out, I bought one, and uh, it was clunky to use, and um, the new ones are pretty slick. And uh, like I said, I'm not... I think I put it in the right spot so I don't look at it, which is probably better. Um, I didn't realize it did as many things as it did until I would hear it beep once in a while. I'm like, hmm. And then uh, I kind of figured it out after that. But, yeah, interesting stuff. And I said I had kind of a AAA story. Well, I'm sitting at my little tiny desk in my basement where I have been working since, you know, a year ago, March. And we're going back to work in September Mostly full time, I guess. We may have some, you know, in for three days, out for, you know, work from home for two or something like that. And, uh, but I'm sitting at my little desk and all of a sudden my phone rings. And uh, I don't really recognize the number other than it's a Connecticut number. And uh, it's like, hey, John, it's Wayne Carini. And I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing, Wayne? And Wayne Carini is the host of Chasing Classic Cars on uh, the Motor Trend Channel and other places, I think. And I think it's the longest-running automotive program. I think it's been on for, like, 16 years. So he's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I said, sure, Wayne. Like, we're best friends. Um, And I've met Wayne. In fact, I was with Wayne Wednesday night. Um, But I've I've met Wayne a few times over the years. and very very nice guy. He's been on this program once or twice, I think. And uh, he... um, and he, uh, what you see on TV is kind of him. It really is. He's uh, he's a guy. He's a guy you see on TV. He's not make believe. That's the kind of guy he is. And he says, uh, "Can you do me a favor?" He's, uh, I got a friend, and he's broken down, and uh, he's uh, he shredded a tire on an Alfa Romeo, so and it doesn't have a spare, and he's been trying to get AAA to come out, but he doesn't have his membership number. So he's having trouble. He's he's from he, he lives in he lives here, but he lived someplace else, and he doesn't know if his membership number is from Arizona or from here. And I should sure win. Let me see what I can do. Tell me where he is, and he gave me you know gave me directions of he's on Route eighty four near some town near some exit, which isn't the mo- clearest way to figure out where someone is. And in, in Connecticut, so I don't know Connecticut that well, um, or at all, for that matter. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, who's your friend? Donald Osborne. Donald Osborne is the CEO of the Audrain Auto Museum. And if you watch the Jay Leno TV show, he's the guy who comes out and does the appraisals with Jay Leno. So, you know, tries to figure out which car is worth which money kind of thing. So I'm like, oh, okay, kind of a celebrity. So I call him up and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, yeah, you know, I've been trying to get through to AAA, and you know, I don't have my membership number, and they can't find me in the system. And I'm like, let me see what I can do. So I call up our member relations department, give him his name. He lives in some. He lives in Newport, Rhode Island now. So um, fortunately, there was only one one Osborne. So they found his membership number, and he's a premier member, so he's the top-of-the-line member. And um, then I called road service and said, uh, can you call this guy up and figure out where he is? So, and, you know, it turned out we got him very, very quick service. And and normally we, you know, on, on an average, we get to people in 30 minutes or so. And uh, But it it's helpful if you actually have your membership number. And now what we have is a AAA app. And, you know, if you're a AAA member, download the AAA map. If you have a uh, app, if you have a smartphone, then you don't even have to worry about carrying your card with you because your phone knows it's you and your phone can locate you. So you can put in the whole road service call on your phone. You don't even have to call anyone or talk to anyone. It just does it all by itself. In fact, I tried it out and um, I put in a road service because I had never used it before. And I wanted to see how, you know, is it really easy to use? And I put in a road service call for my my car to be towed to the local Hyundai dealership. And um, it, uh, you know, within, I would say within a minute, I had an ETA of 20 minutes. There was going to be someone there to pick up the car. The, the hardest part on the app was figuring out how to cancel it because I do not really want a road service call uh, to come in. So I, I did cancel it. Uh, but that, and then I actually called road service to make sure it got canceled. Cause you know, it is electronics, electronic. So you want to make sure it works. But the funny thing was my wife, I think was ironing or doing something. And, uh, she hears me talking to Wayne Carini. Then she hears me talking to Donald Osborne. And then she's like, so what other automotive TV celebrity are you going to talk to this morning? I said, well, I don't think any now, but, uh, but it was kind of a, it was kind of a weird, um, chain of events. And, uh, Donald Lawsbon sent me a an Audrain, 01 Newport hat. So uh, I have a Audrain cap. I guess if I if I if I wore hats, it would be a good thing. So, but it was it was kind of a he he uh, and he sent me a little personal note uh, thanking me for helping him and uh, telling me he's going to keep his membership card handy from now on. So uh, so it all worked out. It all worked out in the end. So that was good. That was good to hear. Our phone number again is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. Lines are open if you wanna chat with me about your car or car problems or whatever's on your mind. I can try to help you with those problems as well. Um, The New England Motor Press Association annually um, for the past, I guess, about 12 years um, would hold a technology event at MIT. And when we first started doing it years ago, it was autonomous vehicles before autonomous vehicles were really, um, almost really even talked about. And then over the years, we, we had all kinds of different things. Uh, one year we talked about making vehicles lighter and stronger. So we had a company from uh, Rhode Island that makes this kind of lightweight, strong metal, We had engineers from the car companies telling us how they make their cars lighter and stronger. Um, We had uh, technology people on telling us about how the cars communicate with themselves and each other. Uh, And we've always done it at the MIT um, uh, Age Lab. And it's it's always been a good event. And then once the event's over, we do an awards dinner and we pick our favorite New England vehicles. And we try to base the vehicles on... Year-round driving in New England, but specifically focusing on winter time. Because you know, what are we known? What are we known for, Biff? We're known for winter, right?
2: Yeah, definitely known for winter. Yes, yeah.
1: which seems to be longer these days. Um, it seemed like we had winter like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah,
2: still, still waiting on summer. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so old. I remember when July used to be sunny and hot.
2: God, you are yeah. old.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: You mean not rain every single day? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, Although exactly.
2: having said that, today is beautiful.
1: It is. It is. Uh, in fact, yesterday seemed awfully nice with As low well, humidity yeah. and uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, but we, we try to do these awards and we've done the awards for for ages, but we've never done the technology conference. And then what we did is to kind of mix it up a little. We did this thing called the Ragtop Ramble, and which was we we started off simply enough. We would get whatever convertibles were in the press fleet. We would meet at um, the Boston Globe, or the Lars Anderson Auto Museum. And we would um, get in the cars, and we would drive up to uh, Kenny Bunkport, Maine, or Kenny Bunk, Maine, and have lunch at the Colony Hotel. Um, so it was a hard work day, driving a convertible, and then eating a lobster, because that's a lot of work, you know. But but we would, on the way up, we would we would uh, maybe stop at an interesting spot, like uh, Paul Russell, the, who does restorations going restorations would stop there or uh, way back when we used to stop at uh, uh, another company who did all kinds of interior restorations uh, LeBaron Bonnie and uh, even we stopped at a, a nostalgia store that sold all kinds of stuff like you know old coke machines and things and so it was always it was always interesting and it was fun now there's less convertibles but we still Make a point. We start out at the Lars Anderson Auto Museum. The folks from Subaru actually do a breakfast taco truck. So we have uh, uh, what we refer to as Suburritos for breakfast. Uh, So we have a breakfast burrito. So it gets us fueled up and ready to go. We stop at the uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire rest area, swap cars. Uh, So we have have, uh, a different car to drive the rest of the way. And then kind of hang out and and eat lobster. Uh, But this year... Uh, The top winners, and we broke it up into three categories, SUV, sedan, and pickup truck. And this year, the Ram pickup truck won for the pickup truck category, beautiful truck, uh, especially the TRX version. Then we had in the sedan category, uh, the luxurious Genesis G90, beautiful, beautiful car, uh, comparable with, in some cases, better than just about any luxury car in the market, and it's all-wheel drive, which makes it nice. And then finally, in the SUV category, something that really kind of shocked people, the Mustang Mach-E. So, yeah, the electric Mustang, I hate the, hate saying it's a Mustang, but the Mach-E SUV, uh, all-wheel drive, all-electric, really nice car. And... Um, It won its categories, so it was great to see. We need to take another break. When we come back, uh, we had the opportunity on the night of the dinner to chat with uh, folks from Ford about the new Ford Bronco. Not the Bronco Sport, which is a small one that you're starting to see them out on the road now, but the full-size Bronco, as well as, for only the second time ever, the Maverick pickup truck. Uh, was at our event it's uh the only other place anyone's seen the maverick pickup truck is at the chicago auto show so we'll talk about those things when we come back and of course i want to talk to you uh, 800-370-1049 is the number 800-370-1049 we'll be right back
0: is the area's newest full-service family game and hobby store. Located in the Village Mall at 436 Broadway in Methuen, Queen's Gambit offers the newest games and all the classics for sale or rent. That's right. They have an extensive board game library available for in-store play or to take home. And your first game rental is free. Try It Tuesdays lets you play rental games in-store all day for free. Open Tuesdays through Saturdays from noon to 10, Sundays till 8. Start a weekly family or friends game night. Details at queensgambitgames.com.
6: Lion Wah Auto Group is now hiring. There are dozens of employment opportunities available in any of their eight dealerships located in Peabody, Burlington, Nashua, and Bedford, New Hampshire. Consider a position as an entry-level or experienced technician, sales or sales support, finance, valets, and more. Lion Wah Auto Group is an award-winning dealer group who gives back to the communities in which they serve. Join the Lion Wah team where employees are valued and recognized. For more details, visit lwagcareers.com. That's lwagcareers.com. Methuen
0: One Stop Liquors is now open Stop by and see their superstore Located at the Loop 90 Pleasant Valley Street in Methuen This liquor store is your one stop shop For tax free liquor, wine and beer Plus lottery tickets, mixers and so much more Experience total value With exceptional service Incredibly competitive tax free pricing And the service you'd expect from a local business Methuen One-Stop Liquors. Open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays till 11. And Sundays 10 to 8. Stop by and experience total value at Methuen
4: One-Stop Liquors. Join me, Joe Piantosi, this coming Sunday morning, 10 a.m. for Breaking Bread. And the Beatles guys are back. Chachi Lopret and Eric Taros on more of the Beatles. at Breaking Bread this Sunday morning, 10 a.m. right here on North Shore 104.9.
1: And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. I was reading an article in uh, Automotive News and it says a new halo sparks excitement among Mitsubishi dealers. Mitsubishi Motors' last halo vehicle was a turbocharged all-wheel drive sedan with 303 horsepower that exited the market in 2015, the Lancer Evolution, which was a pretty phenomenal vehicle uh you know think like subaru wrx sti uh you know 300 horsepower in a small sedan and uh but the automaker's newest halo vehicle is a three-row crossover um that also draws uh it, it costs about forty thousand dollars and it, once again you you know brings back the mitsubishi name uh mitsubishi dealers are um actually they're happy to see this uh 2022 outlander according to this article it says um you know their products were starting to get a little um a little bit mature i guess would be is what it says here in the article but it says base it's based on because mitsubishi and you know all these companies have merged together and this one's actually based somewhat on the nissan rogue but it's a three-row suv and the rogue is only a two-row suv so it adds that third row seat uh which makes it that much more appealing to people and it offers the huge warranty that mitsubishi offers so um the um they were saying that the uh, you know they're, they're shipping they're shipping them uh out and they're selling a lot of them and um, it says not only is the new gen Outlander um, selling really well the, the it says here in this article and I don't know where the dealer was they interviewed they're selling it above uh, list price right now so um, it says here, Mitsubishi executives say the company has put money into its older models to keep them fresh. The Eclipse Cross was just freshen. the Mirage hatch and sedan have new body panels, all new models have added safety and tech features. There's nothing to apologize for the Eclipse Cross. I like the, I drove the Eclipse Cross. I, I liked it. Um, it. Uh, the only thing I would say slightly negative about the Eclipse Cross was the, where everybody's gone to these pretty fancy uh, display screens um, the one in the Eclipse cross reminded me very much of the one in my own car it wasn't quite as bright and crisp as some of the other ones but overall I think uh, you know it, it was a good car and again you know you have the big Mitsubishi warranty which uh, which makes which makes the car really attractive so um, you know if you're thinking about an SUV kind of that you know mid-sized category go go check out the Outlander um, Looks like looks like a nice-looking, certainly contemporary vehicle, and it probably fit in just right. Hey, John. Hey, Biff.
2: We've got our friend from Bridgewater, you know, Mike from Bridgewater. Mike, Mike from Bridgewater? So uh, Mike from Bridgewater has a question about convertibles and safety features, so on and so forth. Are you there, Mike from Bridgewater? All right, buddy. Mike, how you doing?
5: Hi, Biff. Good morning. Good morning, John. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good sir thank you yes i've mentioned to biff this is a this is the day to be outside um that's for sure John. I wanted to speak to you today about um safety features, but I just out of curiosity. you mentioned convertibles and if you're going to speak about them and at some point later on that's fine. but I was wondering have you tried out the Mazda miata r f you know the one with the retractable the retractable roof retractable. when it
1: first came out a couple of years ago, yes, and um it it was um you know, I'm a good-sized guy, and I always felt pretty comfortable in a Miata, and um, you know, certainly and with the cloth-top Miata, um, even with the top up. Uh, the RF and the uh, older retractable hard-top Miata felt a little bit more claustrophobic to me, um, but but overall, you know, good vehicles. In fact, when I when I drove that RF. Um, I was chased down by Miata owners. They wanted to. They wanted to take a look at it because it was one. You know, probably the first one they had seen. So, uh, yeah, it was. A, it was a, a good vehicle. And, and the difference between the first generation Miata when they first came out twenty some odd years ago. Um, you know, they were still a pretty tight little convertible. I mean, they were the. They were the Mazda equivalent of an M G B kind of thing. And but but over the years they've become they've managed to, you know, quiet down any noise and vibration and they've also tightened up the, the body a little bit so there's less there's less twist. So they're they're only getting more secure feeling when you drive them and uh you know, and and you know, overall overall pretty nice. So yeah. Yeah.
5: Thanks thanks John for that. Um I was wanted to speak to you a little bit about the safety features, you know, the car that you had last week, you were mentioning that. And I was wondering, you know, at one time, safety features were only for, you know, more expensive cars. And now a lot of them are coming standard, but yep. many, times buyer, many times buyers are driven by safety features. Is there any place, anywhere, website, AAA, that you could actually go and compare some sort of, you know, make a comparison? These are the ones that are standard on Model X, Y, Z. These are the ones that not only are there, but these. this one is better than X, is better than Y, that kind of They thing don't, they don't to, do.
1: To, yeah, there's, to, there's not a good way to do the comparison about how well they work. Um, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, IIHS, um, they, they list, now what they're doing is when they list something as a good car or top pick, it has to be vehicles that have um, standard safety features. So if it's an available safety feature, they'll mark it as available, but when it comes as an original equipment safety feature, and that's why we're gonna start seeing uh, automatic emergency braking, for instance. So when you're not paying attention, the car pays attention, if somebody stops in front of you, uh, the car will first warn you, and then if you don't do anything about it, it'll, it'll jam on the brakes. Um, that That's one of the features that you know, we thought the government would make the automakers put in at some point. The automakers have all decided, you know, it's a really good feature. We're just going to include it as standard equipment in all of our cars now. And there's, so there's been kind of a memorandum of understanding that by 2022, the end of 2022, I guess, um, all, just about every automaker will have automatic emergency braking as standard. But the thing is, There's a varying degree about how well they work. Some slow the car down. Some stop the car. Um, At AAA, we did some testing of automatic emergency braking back about two years ago, and we did a we we had it was a test track out in California, and it was done with the um, with the Automotive Research Center, which is part of the California AAA, and they had a remote control. Car about the size of a eh, Volkswagen Beetle, say, about that size. But it was made out of foam, and it was electric, and it was remote control. And the thing would go about 45 miles an hour. And what we would do is we would run the car up to about 40 miles an hour, jam on its little electric brakes, the thing would stop, and then would wait for the car that was following behind it to react and slow down and stop the car um Greg Brandon who was on this program a couple of months ago him and his team got really good at putting the foam car back together because uh, because it didn't it didn't always work as successfully as uh, as they hoped and it wasn't because some of the cars just don't stop as quickly as others some did a really good job Volvo for instance I remember the Volvo um uh, wagon that they were using actually did a really good job. Now, it came really close within, you know, within a foot of hitting the car, for instance, but it didn't hit it. Others, for instance, um, certainly slowed the car down and minimized the impact, but, um, uh, you know, better than just slamming into a car with not stepping on the brakes. So uh, they all worked to varying degrees. Some just worked better. Where they didn't work really well, we also had... Uh, a, kind of a Bart Simpson looking character that was also remote control and little Bart would cross the road and the car was supposed to use its pedestrian detection system and not run Bart over. Uh, Bart Bart did pretty well until we put Bart on a curve in the road. So it limited how well the sensors could actually pick up this person walking across the road on a curve in the road so it it was uh, it was uh, certainly educational but it comes down to one of those things all of these safety features are really designed you know you know think of when think of you when your car was a team and they're not designed to take over they're designed to work with you and it's important that You don't just totally rely on the system, and I don't care if it's even blind spot monitors. You know, you don't go changing lanes just because the blind spot monitor didn't, you know, light up in the side view mirror. You still do a look in the side view mirror, a quick head check to look over to one side before you go to change lanes. Uh, Because it, it is, it's designed, you know, the car's designed to be a team with you, and that's the way the safety features are really meant to work. Sure.
5: Okay. I didn't know if there might be a situation where, you know, the NIH would have benchmarks where every car would have to do this and that kind of thing. And then they would Uh, tell you
1: Yeah. No, I mean, even even the, you know, even the government crash testing is, you know, they crash test not every vehicle, but they crash test a bunch of vehicles and the vehicle manufacturers crash test their own. And, you know, basically what they're doing is they're running the vehicle into a concrete barrier. Which, in theory, just really tests the car against itself, um, you know. So, if you are driving a, that, you know, Miata RF, and you get, you know, you get hit by a Chevy Suburban, it's not going to be pretty, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. you know, that Miata might get a really good crash test rating hitting a concrete barrier, but you know, getting run over by a suburban it might not look so good. So, yeah, and yeah. that's where, and that's where IIHS, who is sponsored by insurance companies, and granted their trying to keep the insurance rates lower, I guess, or paying paying less out. Um, but the idea that, um, you know, they're crashing into other cars, they're crashing into poles, they're crashing into, you know, offset crashes, I think is a, a more representative test. So when people ask me what's the safest car, I tell them to go out and find the one that fits them the best. And then read the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration crash tests. You know, go to safercar.gov, which is that website. And then go to IIHS and look at their website and see how, for instance, how good the headlights are in the car, where IIHS does a little better job of that. Um, So, you know, it's it's all about, you know, both agencies are designed to try to keep people as safe as possible. They just look at it a little bit differently. And you have to combine them all together.
5: Okay, thank you, John. And listen again, thank you. Enjoy the show and looking forward to it every Saturday. Thank you again. Thank for you very you much.
1: All here. right. Yeah, bye-bye. No, it's what you do for me. It's I, I, I do this program to, to talk to talk to people and talk to them about their car and what's going on. So uh, we need to take another break. Uh, when we come back, we'll maybe chat a little bit about the uh, Ford Maverick. We'll be right back. I've skin at a
6: thousand times. Looking up into the sapphire gentle skies and wild dress. Waiting on the last train. Standing on the gallows with my head in
2: the mirror. That's true. Uh, we've got uh, Robinson Kingsborough online. Any
6: minute now, I'm Sit. expecting
2: all hell to break. No, well, we'll save it. We'll save it.
6: People are crazy and taxes are straight. I'm locked in tight I'm out of range I used to care about Things that
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is today's North Shore. Wet 49 Beach and Boating Forecast being brought to you by Obishon Hardware. For the Baradars today, north winds turning southeast this afternoon, five knots. We do have a high tide coming up in Gloucester shortly after midday. Sea slight at one foot, visibilities over five miles. One attempts in the 60s, net the beast, lots of sun. It'll be in the 70s. A tanning factor of a 10, so please don't forget sunscreen. That's my Beach and Boating Forecast. I'm Mark Erzenthal.
2: Have you tried shopping with Obershaw Hardware online? Whether at home, on your boat, or at the beach, it's easy and convenient to order things you need right at HardwareStore.com.
4: Plus, when you order online for the first time, you'll save 10% up to $10.
6: And who
2: wouldn't like an extra $10 in their pocket?
4: So the next time you need a few things,
6: just visit HardwareStore.com, place your order, and choose in-store pickup or curbside. It's easy. Obershaw Hardware will fix you right up.
4: Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join. Breaking news
6: at Micho Mitsubishi in Danvers, the 2022, that's right, not a 21, 2022 Outlander has arrived and wow, what a ground up new design.
4: Dad, I am obsessed with the new look of this car. It looks like it's from a different planet. You've
6: heard Back to the Future, you remember the Mitsubishi Montero everyone was talking about? This is the 22 Outlander.
4: This 22 Outlander is a seven passenger vehicle, fully equipped with all the latest technology, forward collision Navigation, rear braking control. And this Outlander gets great gas mileage.
6: Let's not forget about the Eclipse Cross. That has arrived, too. A 2022 Eclipse Cross. What a design. Ultimately, what
4: we're trying to say here is we've got
6: product. And it's all redesigned with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You can't go wrong with a Mitsubishi right now. Michel Mitsubishi, Route 114 in Danvers. MichaudMitsubishi.com. Mitsubishi.com. Mitsubishi.
4: Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand.
1: And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. Thank you for listening. Uh, And don't forget, Dave's team, or Real Estate Revealed, you know, learn how to, you know, not trade time for money more money for time or whatever he says what's he say biff time for money
2: trading time for money, for money. if you do hey. that which 90 percent of us do he he says you'll probably have neither enough you won't have enough of either time or money
1: yeah i i i did this uh and it's very it's very um uh disturbing i said we were talking about you know because i'm getting old and people talk about retirement when you are old and i said you know um Pick it, Pick how old you're going to be, and how old are you going to live. And, you know, I, you know, I said let's use eighty. You're going to live to be eighty. If you're going to live to be eighty, um, yeah. Um, I see. I re- really, don't know, but yeah, yeah likely. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah it's yeah. likely. So, yeah. so, wheel a tape measure eighty inches long, and then each mm-hmm. inch counts for a year of your life. And stand on however old you are, and look back and, then and look th- forward. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Puts it in perspective. It does, yeah. which means which means uh, you know, we need we need to go answer the phones because we're running out of time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do that? And now? speaking of the phones,
2: we've got yeah. Robert from Tingsboro yeah, on the phone. Yeah. Wants, Robert wants to, and he's another really loyal we're very yeah. blessed that yeah. we have these we, loyal listeners, aren't we, we you, John?
5: Are. We are, we are. I yeah. mean
2: we were just talking yeah. about the group. We got yeah. quite a gang and, and Robert's yeah. certainly high on the list and he wants to talk yeah. to you about Ford Mavericks.
1: Hey Robert, All right, what's up, brother? good morning good morning
5: yeah i was curious john are you going to be scheduled for the next you know next month or two to try a Maverick out?
1: they're still a little bit early the one that i saw was a prototype and uh you could tell there was some things that weren't quite done yet but you know i was able to crawl all over it and crawl under it and and it has a 2.5 liter 4 cylinder hybrid engine it makes, it, the base model is front wheel drive, it's a, it's a unibody vehicle and it's the same basic chassis that's in the Bronco Sport and the Escape so it has millions and millions of test miles on it um, it has um, the thing gets like 40 miles per gallon and if you bought the base one, if you bought the Maverick XL, so the you know bottom sort of Bottom of the line, I guess, if you want to call it. It's a four door hybrid. Twenty grand is where the starting price is. Yeah, so are be interested
5: yeah. in the Lariat? Yeah, cool. yeah,
1: yeah. And then you know, if you go to the pure gas engine, it adds about a thousand dollars to the price, thousand eighty dollars, I think. And then you can kind of go up from there. And the one that I saw was the kind of in the top of the line, you know, fancy, fancy interior and all that. But still, even with the passenger seat, I had the passenger seat all the way back, and I sat in the back seat. And there was, there was, plenty, of, there was plenty of room. Uh, you know, it was, of course, it was a little bit tight. Four-and-a-half-foot bed. Uh, so the bed's on the small side, but it's taller, which helps give it a little bit better gas mileage. Uh, the one we had also had the uh, roll-up tonneau cover top. Uh, but it also had an adjustable tailgate, so you could tilt the tailgate halfway open or all the way open. So if you wanted to try to gain a little bit more um, space that way, so with the tailgate open, it was more like it was a six foot bed, and then you can get a bed extender for that, so you can actually gain even a little bit more room on top of that. So it's a it's a pretty functional, you know, it's it's a pickup truck for somebody who doesn't need doesn't know they need a pickup truck yet.
5: Well, I have them, but I've never been interested in a Ranger. But yeah, this Maverick uh,
1: kind of caught my eye. Yeah, the it, you know, think of this Maverick as about the size of the first generation Ranger, only it comes in a four door. Yeah, you know where the we're the first a Ranger. Build quality. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, pre production, hard to say, but it looks, you know, if you if I had to look at comparing it to the Bronco. Which was a production vehicle. I got to say the Ford Ford build quality looked good. Hey, we got to get going. We're running out of time. Uh, we got we got to st- step aside for Dave Seymour, real estate reveal. Hey, but thanks for calling as reason. always. All right, you as well. Well, I want to thank Biff for doing the outstanding job he always does at his end. Thank you, Biff, for thank, doing what you, you. you do. Thank you, John. Yeah, and have a good rest of the weekend. And you for all well. of our listener family. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. Still think it's a good idea to wash your hands a lot, too. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.